0: Welcome back to our podcast uh, called "That's One Way to Look at It." Um, My name is Sum, and alongside me, as always, is um, Cavi Ratnawira and Galvin Janie. You guys doing okay?
1: Somebody, how
0: are you? Good man. How's how's life? Would you uh, would you do today?
1: I uh, didn't go to the gym today, unfortunately. I woke up, I watched a movie, which was stupid of my time because I should really be. You know, doing something
0: productive instead of watching movies. Making, well, you can't. You can't make gains every day. You
2: know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, some. You know, clearly you can't. So.
0: Speaking. Speaking of. Speaking of gains. <laughs> <you know, some.
2: laughs>
1: Galvin, what did you get up to today?
2: Um. Today Patient I was counseling? Having... <clears throat> Patient counseling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wish, but no. I. I had another day of my clerkship, but that's pretty much it. So how is... do you, so are you are you, are you counseling it? some patients there? or...? Yeah, you know, no,
1: at the odd chance
0: like, I get. Well, odd chance, odd chance, that's all. <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
2: That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyways, getting back on the topic, please. Uh we are going to talk about uh, so our segment, this is this podcast is going to fall into the segment of uh, um hitting the books, um which is the academic portion of our our podcast and uh, we're going to be talking about the grading system um uh yeah and i think we, we were earlier talking about um i think it was Cavi. you mentioned that high schools wanted to remove a certain kind of grading system and, and implement another or something like that did you want to share the details on that i kind of i can't remember exactly what you said. yeah
1: so like my sister is currently in high school and she was saying that from one of her teachers who's a part of like the district or whatever what they want to try and do is so currently in bc they have provincial exams um that are mandatory in grade 10, 11, and 12. And there's, like, I think five of them. And I think they wanted to take out the 11 and 12s um, and only make them do them in grade 10. Mm-hmm. But besides that fact, which is not really important in this what, discussion, but, uh, yeah, sorry, they but. Wanted to, what they wanted to do was actually, they, like, right now, high school students, they get a letter grade and a percentage, just like us in university. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to, from grade eight to ten take out the percentage portion and only give them a letter grade. And apparently it was only a solid letter grade. So you don't get any like A minus, A plus kind of thing. You only get like an A, B, or C. And um, you only get percentages in your senior years.
0: And so, like, what do you guys think? Like, do you guys think that... Like, well, how, what What do you guys... Oh, well, can I answer that question with another question is... Um, Like, like you said, from grade 8 to 10, if they are just giving a solid letter grade, just like before grades 11 and 12, right? Not even a A plus A, A minus, just like A, B, C, or D, right? Yeah. Or F or whatever. Um, like, how much of a role does that play in, like, in their grade 11 and grade 12 years or, or their post-sec, or their post-secondary years, like their university years? Like, would that, yeah, yes, yeah, a, a yeah.
1: Role. So, yeah, quick like side a... note. So, quick side note from what I think. Sorry, Yeah, from, yeah no to the gun here. Um, but quick side note on that because, like, you know, we can talk about we can relate this to like more university for us. But I think it's not necessarily an issue about like for co secondary and like applying because technically they only really look at your senior years. But I think it's important for the student to know like as they progress through their high school years how they're doing. And like mm-hmm. to give them solid letter grades is not representative of how they're doing because that's such a wide range of percentage that like me getting a B wouldn't is like, am I getting, because uh, in your high school like an A is 86 plus, right? And yeah. so is it, am I get so I get a B on my report card and I'm like, am I getting an 84 or am I getting like a 72, you know? Like, and so yeah. like, I, that's the biggest issue I have with this problem. But like, yeah, and so. So, so you
0: think that, that like you think that it it's more of a, um, it impacts the students, um, it impacts the students like let's say like studying habits or like it impacts the way they develop their academic habits, which would indirectly therefore influence like how they would perform you know, uh, in grade eleven, grade twelve, and and in university. But but that letter grade itself won't directly affect a lot the you know like the. Grade 11 grade 12 post-secondary
2: i, I feel uh, like it i feel like you could even develop like a false sense of how you're doing like like a Cavi was saying like what say you are getting an a which you know you'd probably think you're doing well but i mean even let's look at ubc admissions like ubc admissions for engineering or um science like they're definitely in the 90s right like at least low 90s i'd say to get in yeah, and you know, for sure. Say say students were just getting A's in grade eight to ten, they might be thinking they're you know they're doing really well, they're getting the highest grade possible. But what if they were just getting an eighty six, right? Like maybe they really need to put more effort, or they're not putting enough effort in, but, but they you... think they're doing well.
0: But those they'd be getting those kind of grades in in like they'd be getting that kind of grading system in grade eleven, right? I mean, isn't like or a UBC anyway? um don't they just look at grade 11 and grade 12 grades
1: yeah but i I mean yeah i think the transition is tough like because like you know it's it's firstly like it's also like two different grading systems essentially is what's going to happen i think if they do implement it so like teachers would just be i think basing it off an overall impression of the student and kind of where they fit to a letter grade but like in like when they get to grade 11 or 12 then like they actually get it off assessments and like actual like it's like there's math involved right it's just like you got this much percentage like there's this much percentage you could get in this thing and you got this much and so this is where you're letting yeah. grow, it's at, right? And that yeah. right
0: so, I also think it's good to develop healthy competition you know from the yeah uh, like age. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know what their reasoning is as to going to this system
0: like like, what's, like, yeah, what is their yeah, like, what's, what's the, the logic, out. like, you know, yeah.
1: like, I, d- I don't know that, but it's something to look forward what do you, to
0: looking Did you, were you able to find out, did it say when
1: No, that? I didn't, oh. like, no, yeah, even my sister didn't know, she's just, like, I don't know, I, it's, it's something in the works, like, it's obviously not implemented, mm-hmm. but that's a, some discussion that they had. But. I feel like Would, i
2: have less, I feel like I'd have less problems with it if... For example like if the if the teachers were still actively posting the exact percentages but it's just a formality where on the report card they just post solid letter grades but like the student still has the opportunity to know how they're actually doing in every single class yeah then i I asked that i asked
1: that for my sister and apparently that's not the case like where they the teachers wouldn't yeah like it's a it's a whole new grading system like it's not even just like they're just like just taking out the percentage like they're basing it off different things or something
2: yeah that's what That's would you guys
1: weird. do? Like right now, like if UBC went to that system where you just got a grade, like instead of would you guys be pro or like?
0: It would it would depend though. It would depend on where you are academically. Like let's say a student who has a much lower average. Like let's say I don't know. There's a student who has uh, seventy six, and there's another student who has seventy nine. I mean, three percent um in you know in the eyes of competitive schools is, is huge. So, but if If UBC changed in, in, with that, with, to that kind of system, then they're both technically equivalent. So for the student with the lower average, that's awesome. You know, you get your equivalent to like a 79, but to the student who puts, who put in more work, 3% more work, which is a lot in the eyes of competitive schools, um, it's not fair, right? So Mm -hmm. essentially, I would say it's not fair, right? Because you obviously want to distinguish just like, and and professional schools do this too. They want to distinguish who's better. Doesn't matter how slightly, like, you know, I think, um, yeah, like I think it I think ultimately it's unfair. Yeah, I, I would.
1: Admit. Yeah, you bring some good points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I so. don't know. You, you sound as though you had another opinion. No,
1: I was just, I was, I was trying to just really put together in my head of what kind of a world it would actually be like as you were explaining it, and I was like, well, these folks <laughs> like. It it it'd be a good it'd be a
0: good world, it would be a good world for someone who has a low. Uh, like a lower average, and it'd be uh, an unfair world for someone who has a higher average because then then they're just being generalized, you know. Like, yeah. and no one wants to be generalized; they all want to show themselves as exceptional because that's like what we're all thriving to do when we're applying to, you know, schools like, you know, medical school and dentistry and, and, and law school yeah. and things like that. Like, we they all. I think just like you know, this is. I know this this actually might sound really off topic, but I think like uh, the the top like the people who are always at the top of their game regardless of whatever it is like the top doctors top uh athletes top i think like for example top athletes i think the the best athlete compared to like the fifth best athlete their difference is so minor but that difference is what sets them apart like worlds apart like one is worldly famous and the other one is just as famous but not as famous not as known you know but it's just a minor difference like that minor difference that you these um These individuals put in so much work to achieve to get that difference, you know. So I think it's unfair to generalize with this kind of grading system. And, and we always hear like, you know, you know, we always hear this from professors and and academic advisors, you know, grades don't define you as a person. And, and it's true to a degree, but we also can't, you know, um, ignore the importance of it when it comes to, to where we want to, where we want to go, where everyone wants to go in, in their life.
2: That's true. I, yeah, I agree with that. But, What do you think about a system where, um, I guess there's less punishment for? Because I personally have the opinion where, um, in terms of academics, like, I don't know if you can really compare someone who has, for example, let's say an 82 average and an 84 average. Like, I feel like that 2% difference could be a result of so many factors. Like, it could be what courses that person took, it could be.
0: Sure, sure, Yeah. No, for sure. Like, but then remember, like, um, you know, the P, it all comes down to the person who is judging the difference between the 82 and the 84, yeah. right? So, like, do you remember one time, like, we were, we were talking about medical school admissions and we were talking about, we, like, we came across this formula, um, and it, it kind of determined the academic score for applicants. Um, that formula, remember, like, I don't know if you remember, but I was telling, you guys, how sensitive it was to changes in, um, the, the average, right? So the formula takes the average and then it, and then you put in the formula and then you get an academic score. And then so let's say with the example that you gave, someone has an 82 and someone has an 84. That would lead to a significant difference in the, in the academic score given. And yes, I know you're, I'm, I get your point. It could be due to various factors. Um, and that might not be reflective of, of like, you know, someone's work ethic or someone's, um, academic Uh, like, uh, intellect or, or something like that. But unfortunately, that's, that's not how they're gauged. They're gauged by numbers. They're gauged by grades. They're gauged by scores. So Mm -hmm. I think that small difference, whatever factors that may be, some of those factors lie in like, um, the, the extra mile you're going to, willing to go for that
2: small difference. That's fair. I could see that. Yeah.
1: no, if you're, if you're not first, you're sure as not you're just last. You know that's that's really the motto out of all this. <laughs> um, well, what's you guys, Sorry, can you? No, can I you just said, what you you, said I just said that if you're not first, you're last. You know that's really how life works here. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you guys happy with the UBC grading system that there is right now?
0: Just like like the overall,
1: percentage. like yeah, like you know, like the breakdown and like the minus plus kind of thing and like.
0: I'd say I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think I I'm fine with it. I don't have any problem with it.
2: I I think my one kind of um, thing that I uh, don't really fully um, like right. about it is the credit system where a course gets weighed differently based on the number of credits. Like, I definitely understand why that's um, that's part of the grading average, but I feel like some of my courses with very few credits can be much more difficult than... Or even require much more work than a course with higher credits, but will um, impact my average differently. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree with that for sure. Yeah, I, think- I know there yeah. are like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say there's some courses that um, have. Uh, it's especially unfair th- for those courses that weigh less. Um, that may require that may require more work. I mean, on the other hand, if it requires more work. And you don't do as well, it's going to affect your grade less, right? Because yeah. it weighs less. But obviously, you know, um, students are always aspiring to do the best they can. So it's unfair. It, you know, may appear, and I think it's unfair that students have to put in so much work for a smaller difference, um, in, in their grades with the, with the credits. But I think that, that the reason why, like the credits, the credit, um, difference, like why some courses have more credits than others comes down to, um student like the like the course budget and like i think
2: the school it's just politics, based on the number of hours right like the number of hours of instruction i think
1: yeah, it is. Well, yeah I think, that's, I know. that's what i was gonna say yeah i,
0: I
2: no
1: pretty-
0: i i don't think so i oh, okay yes like i'm not saying that's not a factor um, but i also think there are factors like um budget and uh and school like school politics
1: as well I think it should be up to the professors. I don't know who
0: gives the credits, like the course, mm-hmm. the,
1: the amount of credits,
0: but... Uh... It's usually whatever course or... Okay, I'll just speak on behalf of science, but I know from what I've heard from my professors, uh, there's one course, Bio 340, Intro to um, Molecular Bio, and everyone always complains why it's a two-credit course when the workload is ridiculously high, and they're they're always saying that it's that um it's up to the people who run the faculty of science it's up to them Um, okay so i
1: think every yeah i think like credit changes they have to go up to like senate and get approved and all that
0: stuff but um it's not up to the professor though it's not uh, at times uh it's not always up to the professor
2: right and see like that's exactly why i feel like it can um it can uh, mislead I guess the average. Like it's not it's not representative of the amount of work you're doing, I guess. Sometimes.
0: Yeah. But I think you can make that argument for for like you know I think you can make that argument in a lot of cases though for courses. It's not representative of you know right. like you said there's always that's advantage. true. Yeah. I don't know. I would say I'm 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 happy with it. Um they're they're pretty like or UBC anyway, their percentages, you know, to one decimal point, right? So um, it's pretty, it's pretty precise. It, pre- it maps out like you know small differences between, um, between different students' grades. So I think it's, I think it's fair. Um, uh, like if regarding like how some courses are graded, how they're graded, not the grading system or like the representation of grades, but how they're graded, that's a different matter. But um, but in regards to the scale I think it's fair. I was actually I think it's,
1: yeah. no go ahead finish it <laughs> no,
0: no yeah that's that's all I all right all right
1: all right let me take this over now all right I was gonna ask um that's a good segue though because I was gonna ask like how do you guys feel about like how certain classes are like graded like you know like out of the classes that you've taken like what because obviously like different classes some have like assignments some
0: have midterms so like What have you guys found, like, as the, like, the... Jaltham, I'm sure I've heard, like, a hundred horror stories about your courses and how (laughs) how difficult the grading they are. Like, the grading
1: system, like, the mark breakdown, like, what what do you guys find was most beneficial? Like, was it, like, doing one midterm and then a final, or was it doing assignments, or, like, what was, what what did you guys like?
2: Um, I think it really depends on the course, too, but, like, just in general, my personal preferences definitely would have to be, um, I've, two midterms i'd say two midterms and a final like even though it's more work like it just keeps you on track and you're up to date but i think my biggest preference though is um if 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 professors make big big midterms like they cover a lot of content i i really dislike it when they um make the second midterm like um accumulative because um i just feel like it's I don't think it's unfair I guess but it's. it's just um it's just hard it's, it's just redundant hard. it's yeah, redundant exactly.
0: for no no real like um ra- I mean okay yes the rationale is for you to learn like yeah. as much as you as you can in this course but you're 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 already tested on this material and you know students only have so much time to focus to, exactly to, you know, to allocate their focus on, on certain areas of the course mm-hmm. yeah i would say i would i would agree with galton the two midterm one final Deal is really, I, I prefer that. I like the balance between, I don't like it when profs make it, you know, like, you know, Biochem 302, which is one of the hard courses of UPC, a 50% midterm, 50% final, because it gives you less chances in case you do, you know, you mess up. And, very unforgiving. Uh, uh, you know, very, yeah, very unforgiving. Exactly. So that's why I prefer, you know, two midterms. You have decent amount of chances, and then a final. You know, like final, the big deal. I also don't like it when there are too many assignments. Like, yes, if you screw up one assignment, then you have the other one to make up for it, and you have many more chances. But at the same time, it's very draining. You know, you have to put in a hundred percent of your, a hundred percent of your effort into each one of these small assignments um constantly and consistently uh to to get a good grade whereas if it was like a two midterm one final kind of deal you can put all your focus into those two midterms and if you mess up one midterm i mean it's it's bigger portion but you still have a a significant amount left to make up for it so i think um you have to find that balance between too many too many chance like too many assignments and just like something like 50 50. Mm -hmm. so i think i think the balance between that two is, is what i can say yeah
2: how about you, Cabbie?
1: I found that, um, um, which I'm surprised I'm even saying this, but I found that the more exams a course gave me, the more I liked it, because the better. Yeah. I it. Yeah. Which is really messed up because I didn't think I would say that, but I've had classes where we would do a segment, write an exam, do the next segment, write an exam. And in that class, like, it was, like, full year long. So we probably did, like, at least, like, six or seven, maybe more exams for that one class. And it's frustrating because, like, you obviously have all the other classes to worry about. And then, you know, you have a midterm coming up, like, every, like, week and a half or so for this class. Well, like, I just learned way. but you know, like, you only have to study for the content for that much. And then you just move on, right? And, like, ironically enough, I actually, like, I recalled more for that class compared to classes where they asked me to, like you said, like cumulatively know everything for like the final at the end where like at that, I couldn't recall as much compared to the class where I learned it in segments. And that just Mm -hmm. might be me personally. Like I just learned better that way. But I found like when classes were graded in that manner, I enjoyed it more than when it was where, okay, you're going to write an exam in December and you're going to write an exam in April and oh guess what the april one is going to include all the stuff from the last eight months as well so good luck and i was like yay not
0: (laughs) not not really though because yeah that was a tough exam i i would say i would say that you don't like it when there's a lot of exams but it helps you get a higher grade because it puts more pressure
1: yeah (laughs) and i think that um, and it's also because sometimes be... the exams are also a little bit worth a little bit less than and so it's not like you know oh this finals worth 60 percent, and you're like oh exactly. gosh i don't have this chance to. i think up.
0: also it's the title it's like oh it's an exam rather than an assignment you know and i think it's yeah here's... Uh, the, like the, the pressure oh, up. yeah that doesn't faze me because you know Oh games bro no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no um, well i mean you know speak for yourself but, um, <laughs> i would say i would say that like what when it comes to also just the style is different right because you have usually you have more time for an assignment um so i guess yeah i didn't really sense. get a lot
1: of assignments like during for a lot of my courses but here's the one thing i will say about assignments uh like i feel like assignments should be like exams like i'd rather do like things ex- assignments that are worth like a bit of my grade and like you know then like assignments that are worth only like one of my grade because i feel like assignments a lot of the time are a lot of work and for yep. the amount of percent you're going to actually get out of them is not worthwhile for the amount of work that you're actually putting into them and so and obviously it goes around the other way which is like oh if you do mess up it's okay because it won't impact you as much but i mean i don't know i'd rather like you know if i'm gonna put in all this energy i'd rather be it worth a little bit more than usually like if it's worth like you know three percent or five percent of my grade like um, yeah that's just how i personally feel about it
2: also courses with just one exam like one final at the end should not exist in my opinion like it's it's too much pressure like i've had a course where it was just like what ten percent was quizzes and then one final worth ninety percent and then that's it like that's it's crazy. Too much. How'd you do yeah. in that class? Uh, I can't recall, but. Um, no,
1: fair enough. I don't I think I did have that been well. Must I don't think must I did have that been well, well because if it was bad, I'm sure you. I uh, yeah, I don't think you would have recalled it that well. So. No,
2: no, I don't think I did that well, but did, like, <laughs> see, like those courses are too much pressure.
1: What was the course in? Sorry. What was the course in?
2: Um, it the, was like the, over-the-counter the... products in, in pharmacy. So, so
0: basically, well, wait, what was right,
2: stuff right. like all the drugs is what you needed to know. just just a few just a few how many credits was that class that doubt see that's that was an example of a one credit class but it required like it as much work as a three credit class did
1: right yeah did you write a letter to the faculty
0: no <laughs> you, see, <laughs> you know you i'm recording be, this podcast game now, so man. i don't know, i don't i don't there. think he i don't think he needed to with that great yeah. <laughs> he's
1: he's probably he probably set the bar honestly he probably was like yeah this course was very doable in my opinion you know <laughs> right. it's honestly too it easy for me if i'm okay. speaking honestly you know it's probably what he said to the faculty but you know anyways uh, no. i think
0: we're getting a we're getting a bit <laughs> hold, on, now, hold on hold like on one something.
1: more thing one more thing it was good you know i got one more thing um why do you guys think about like having pass fail classes instead? Like, I
2: mean, there is still that option. Like, see, like I do feel like have um,
1: little, do you have classes like that, Galvin? Because you're in pharmacy, I, right? So, like,
2: yeah. So, like the clerkship um that i'm doing right now is a pass or fail course but i mean that's fully understandable in my opinion because realistically they can't right because really you're doing course. more like
1: practical things right yeah exactly. but like what yeah. about like lecture in class like okay yeah like it's either pass or fail like, like do you guys know
2: people or... who took take electives for credit fail like just pass fail like a, i w- i feel like i don't know if that's like looked down upon or anything but i feel like that's a really cool thing to do like if you're interested in courses and you just want to know more about it but i don't know if that's looked down upon or something yeah i think if the
0: skill that you're learning from the course is like very um uh like if it's very um uh, i don't know how to say it but if it's just like very simple and it's just um it's like okay like the practical thing that you're saying you know if it's a practical skill mm-hmm. you know you don't have to uh like i feel like for those courses you don't have to ace it with you know perfect finesse but um, as long as you're capable of carrying out the action, those courses should be pass fail, you know, like practical skills that you learn from a course. Whereas if it's knowledge based, then I wouldn't, you know, then that's not a very accurate way to gauge your knowledge on a pass fail. The difference between like 51 and, and 99 is huge, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't really think about, yeah. like that. I should have thought about that. I think we, we covered a lot of, uh, topics regarding the grading system um oh so i got
1: one more go
0: one more all right well then finish
1: um, it off unless unless you had another one no no no. i was gonna oh, okay, okay can i go okay um okay so this is something i've seen like across universities different gpa skills like what is up with that and also like how are gpa skills like okay like
0: like invented I,
1: yeah like where is the like how is it evolved because like i thought the gpa scale like how that worked was like 4.0 was the max score and like you get into ubc and it's on like a 4.3 scale but then you <laughs> yep. to like other universities which is on like a 4.5 scale and you're like w- like how does this work like have you guys? Exactly. I don't know if you guys have run into that, but I was like, "What is going on?" Like, yeah, and then forth? you look at
2: like some American schools, and they have like double-digit scales. It's like yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. I don't really get that either. Yeah.
1: And like, like, what is the purpose? Like, why isn't anyone like everyone on like one scale?
0: Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I've always wondered that. We should look into that.
0: Yeah, I I think that that's just um, maybe maybe that's just because like of the the history of that area, right? Like, that's how this is the way they used to grade people so maybe it just was just stuck from the old ways i don't know and then yeah. that's kind of how it evolved i feel like it's not fair though i feel like like when you said that we should all make one scale i think that's unfair because education is different widespread right so maybe the difference in scaling is because of the difference in education maybe i don't
2: know yeah but, like i because feel if- I feel like within yeah. the institution, like, or within the university, different scaling is fine. But then the problem arises when you go co- try to convert from one university to another, right? It's like,
0: to another. Yeah. But that, like, that difference probably comes because, like, maybe education in, you know, it's obviously not major, but the, maybe the education they teach in, let's say, I'm just going to say provinces, Manitoba compared to BC is different, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're, like, maybe what you learn from grade eight to 12 or what you learn in year one to year four compared to, you know, eight to 12 or year one to year four in BC is different, right? So maybe they need a different scale for that because when you, like you said, you were about to say, when you convert scales maybe it's not representative or maybe it over-represents, you know, your your academic right. capabilities. So I think that's why the different scales probably has some kind of relation or correlation with, with what's taught in or how, like a quality, not quality, but just like how much is taught in, in certain areas. So I think it's just location dependent. That's why I think if you made one equal scale for everybody, like all across Canada or all across North America, that wouldn't be fair because everyone learns different things at different times, um, you know, when they're, when they're growing up or whatever. So I think that's, that's why they don't have one scale.
2: I guess as long as the board or the team that decides how these conversions are done, like as long as it's like very in depth and well thought out, then yeah, yeah that's true. I guess that makes sense.
0: But, but a lot of the time it's, it's it can be yeah, very it's controversial. So it's just
1: like, yeah, it's like, how like, do they
2: really do that? It's like, right? how yeah. do they
1: base that? It's like, oh, we're going to need to give a higher GPA scale here because it's easier for people to get a higher GPA here. Because, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So like, where is that basis or coming from? Yeah, it's like, like how, is, that, it, makes, or how someone, is it even done exactly? Like, Do they look at averages think, for each course? I, like, That's true.
0: I think they think of it very unfairly. I think they're like, okay, this guy, let's say he's coming from whatever, like, uh, like Manitoba, I'm going to say Manitoba, and he wants to come all the way to UBC, right? Well, yeah. we're just going to think – I think this is how I think of it. It's, it's going to sound very unprofessional and, and biased probably, but I, they're probably like, oh, you know, like the standard at UBC is very high, so you have to use our scale, right? So when they convert their the person's grade from Manitoba to UBC to BC at, or UBC, for example, then it's kind of unfair for the person in Manitoba who may be just as smart, but their grades are not representative because of this scale, because of this idea that, yeah. you know, you don't reach our standard or whatever, so –
1: you know, mm-hmm. one of us do one of us just needs to get into the, you know, higher admin and uh figure it out. So, you know, Galfin, you know, I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> because, you know, yeah, that's nice, uh, that uh, yeah, something something to read about, I guess. Yeah,
2: that's
1: true. But
0: yeah. Sounds good. That's all, all right. I had for grades well, except, you know, I'd like
1: to have my grades higher, but other
0: than that, you know. Other than that. Oh, well, sorry you, Sam you,
1: you're trying to like yeah well
0: if you're done if you're done uh, self, self-loathing yourself uh, we shall uh, conclude this podcast um, and if you guys had any other last thing oh yeah I had one more cover. thing actually I'm just kidding I'm just kidding here we go <laughs> uh, sounds good all right well stay tuned for um, our next podcast um, And uh, and yeah we hope to catch you next time take care thanks